Here, Alex, make little make little bell noises with your 13th mouth. Thirteenth floor, thirteenth floor, it's the thirteenth floor. Trigger warning. <laughs> this week's episode, we're going to be talking about Santa. So if you have any little children <laughs> listening to the show, you might want to think twice. Yeah, it's a dark one. <laughs> holidays yeah. how are you guys doing doing good i'm great i guess we i forgot to introduce ourselves my yeah. name is i'm just so excited for christmas I thought we did. Monica, or whatever it is that you celebrate but i'm cc i'm alex i'm james and y'all christmas is right around the corner yeah yes and if you celebrate hanukkah we're right in the middle of it we're right in the thick of it mm. it's great it's a great time to be alive right yeah. yeah, except for the cold, cold embrace of winter. Yes. <laughs> yeah, at the time of this recording, you may just be a frozen corpse in a wasteland. But if you're not, <laughs> we hope you enjoy the show. Yeah, it's, it's going to be so <laughs> It's going to be so full of gold. Oh, my God. At least in our neck of the woods. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it will be. It, it got really cold here in Atlanta this week. Mm. It's going to get colder this week. Yeah, I was going to say, it's supposed to be the coldest Christmas, like, for a lot of the U.S. in, like, I think 20 or 30 years. I don't like that one flipping bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan. But you know what I am a fan of? Yule logs. Hardy hellos. <laughs> you guys, it's been a while since we've given Hardy hellos. So we want to mm-hmm. say hello to everybody in Siberia. Whoa, really? Wow. Yes. Talk about cold. We've got yeah. some listeners listening yeah. from Siberia. Nice. Like gulag? I hope not. Like <laughs> what? I hope that they're warm and Sorry. toasty in their homes. That's a that's a Muppets Most Wanted reference. Yeah, Alex uh, loves that movie. It's that, like that is a good uh, movie. All right, let's not oversell it. It's on the it's at the top of his list. It's got some <laughs> it's got some bops in it. I'll be By honest. the way, I just want to say, and I really do mean this, Muppet Christmas Carol is one of the best holiday films ever. It's a good one. It's great. It's a good one. We wa- I watched it with Gwen recently, and she was terrified of it. Yeah, oh yes, yeah. I can believe that. She was really scared. And you know what's funny? This is kind of off topic, but kind of not. But there is an animated Mickey Mouse movie. Um, I know what you're talking movie. about. Yeah. yeah. And for the Christmas longest Carol. Christmas Carol, for the longest time, Gwen was terrified of Pete the Wolf. Mm-hmm. And we were like, Pete the Wolf? What? She's like, he's got um, he's got a carrot in his mouth. And she was so scared of him. Mm-hmm. She talked about it. We're like, who is she talking about? <laughs> and then she... <laughs> We were looking at pictures of uh, Pete from Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and she was like, that's Pete the Wolf. And it was a picture of Pete from A Christmas Carol. Oh, wow. The Ghost of Christmas Future. Yeah, yeah, Ghost of Christmas Future with a cigar in his mouth. Uh, so, you know, that's yeah. very timely because we're talking about basically like Christmas cryptids, Christmas monsters. So things that are not so pleasant in association with the, the Yule time. Yes, that's our that's our topic today because you know what? It's the, it's the, the season. The time it's time to talk about holiday stuff. Yeah, I'm holiday excited. stuff, my favorite topic. <laughs> holiday stuff. Um, but anyways, 
James, I hope that you're staying warm and toasty where you are. One more hearty hello. We're going to say hello to everybody in Italy because Italy has jumped like crazy in listens lately. Nice. So thank you so much for tuning in Italy. We adore you. And I cannot wait to come and visit you sometime in the future. Yeah. Um, okay. So listen, we need a icebreaker. James, what is our icebreaker today? Uh, yeah. I mean, since we're, we're talking about Christmas and we're talking about cryptids, I kind of wanted to know, uh, like growing up, who was your like absolute favorite uh, Christmas themed Mm, entity. Santa. Yeah, I kind of figured. What? I, what, I else didn't, is, oh, what else is there? Mine was Santa. I didn't know any other. Yes, so we got the reindeer, what? right? Which there's are, reindeer, there's elves, there's Frosty. Yeah, Ooh, but. Frosty's fun. Frosty. Frosty's a freaking snowman. Oh, wow. I, hey, hey, hey. What do you call, what do you call a, a snowman that throws a temper tantrum? I don't know what. A meltdown. Meltdown, uh, Alex. You should be ashamed of yourself. That was a dad joke. That was cute, babe. That was cute. Santa. I don't have anybody else uh, because I didn't know anybody else growing see, up. See, I like, always like the reindeer better because they're they're animals and they're cute, and you want to pet them. See, that makes sense for you. Uh, are the reindeers bringing me presents or Santa? Uh, technically, technically, Santa wouldn't be able to bring you the presents if it wasn't for the reindeer. Yeah, exactly. Is even carrying them? Who's having the elves? build the stuff who's telling the reindeer where to go you know i am sorry there is a reason for the season it's santa claus i'm just kidding you're the guy who goes to a hotel and doesn't tip the bellboy you want to tip the manager that's that's the thing that's the thing You, you make good points james because when i think about it and i think about like major corporations it's the elves that are doing all the work how many how many major corporations have the CEO go and hand deliver every single present to the entire world. Yeah. I mean, really just Musk. I mean, really. Like, I can't imagine him doing, like, hand deliveries of, of his products. Wouldn't that be... You order if, a Tesla a, online and he just turns up with the keys. Would you buy a Tesla from him if he was the one to deliver it? Oh, man. Probably. It just, Gabe, it'd be too Gabe surreal. Newell. He created the... Gabe Newell. He actually deliver, hand delivered Steam Decks in his city. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so cool! <laughs> Gabe is flipping awesome. He really is. I've never heard of him before. I'm, I'm sad that he's I'm the sad there's no Half Life Three, but other than that, um, he's a, he's an amazing Valve, creature. The, comp- the company that made the Steam I got deck. Alex a Steam Deck for his birthday. Yeah. yeah, there's a hilarious cartoon I watched on YouTube recently about PC people, and uh, they lived on this mountaintop that was shaped like Gabe Newell. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh yeah, guy. Well, uh, I think it's time to hop into our topic. Sounds good. Let's talk about some creepy, scary, Christmassy figures. James, we're going to make mm-hmm. Alex go first because Alex likes to go first anyways. Alex, who are you talking about today? Okay. Give me a second. I got a baby and I have to lean forward. <laughs> I have to lean forward. All right. I am talking about the Yule Lads. What are the nice. Yule Lads? Well, they're these guys, right? These Iceland- nice. Icelandic children, you know, they, they get to have three Father Christmases. Three? Not, not one, like us plebes. I used that twice. No. Oh, yeah. Last episode and this episode. Is it three or 13? 13, I mean. <laughs> 13 Father Christmases. 
Nice. Now these these old these dudes. They're kinda like your leprechaun from last week there, Cecilia. Oh yeah? Yeah, these are mischievous guys. Uh oh. And they each take turns visiting kids. They're not gonna all work thirteen days in a row. No, no, no. They each get their own day leading up to Christmas. Now, on each of those nights, the, ch- the children are supposed to put their shoes in the windowsill, and the good kids get candy left oh. for them by the old lads. I re- Okay, no, this is bringing back memories, because I remember there was one year where my dad was like, put your shoes outside. And I was yeah. just like, why? That's weird. And then when I woke up, there were little treats in my shoes. Oh, Gosh. well, that's good, because if you were bad, you would have gotten rotten potatoes. Ew, gross. <laughs> In your shoes instead. So, now, the well-behaved kids, it sounds like a pretty good pretty good deal, right? Yeah. Well, they do have to deal with this creature called Gorilla. Gorilla. Yeah, that, that's the Yolad's mom. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. That's their mom. She's she's a little mean. She comes down from the mountains on Christmas, and she comes and boils the naughty children alive to eat yeah. them. <laughs> Not just cook them for fun. She likes to eat them. And uh, and then James, are you covering her? Are, are you covering her? Uh, no, but I'm I'm covering. Oh yeah, I, I was going to, but you can. I don't care. Uh, I'll let you cover sidekick. Is is the Yule cat the same as the Christmas cat in my story? Yes. Uh, yes, I, it was. I okay, thought you. So. I thought you kept calling it a psyche or something. I'm no, like, what sidekick. Is that? Oh, sidekick. Okay. Got yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So uh, things, things get a little crazier. James will get into that in a little bit. But apparently, yeah. you know, over time the Yule lads have gotten a little less creepy. Uh, the urbanization of them, as people have said, they used to be a lot more monstrous back in the day, but slowly like even in like 1746 like they were doing like these ridiculous things like banning parents from tormenting kids uh with monster (laughs) stories about these creatures uh so now they've just been slowly whittled down to these dwarf-like figures but Mm. don't you worry while they're not monsters they're still a little persnickety Persnickety, that's a good word. Yeah, so now, recently, as in like 1930s, their names kind of got solidified in a book that kind of told a story about them. Uh, Because their names and stuff kind of wax and wane. So I I saw the first one of these and I kind of started laughing. So I decided to not read about any of them. And read about them uh, with you all on here. Uh, you're first, definitely first time. First time experience for all of these. Cool. So we're going to go through the 13 Yule Lads, everybody. Okay. Nice. First, we got Sheep Co- Sheep Coat Claude. He tries to suckle ewes in farmer, <laughs> <laughs> farmer sheep sheds. So, like, he actually tries to, like, mm-hmm. get the sheep's milk? Yeah. He- Ew. <laughs> Okay, this is... You can so, hear them in the middle of the night. <laughs> What's the point of that? Like, why would that be scary to a child? Like, oh, there's... Somebody. You see a, you see <laughs> a grown man in a beard yeah. sucking on your sheep? I would just stay away from the sheep's 
shed. You really see it outside your window with that milk all over his okay, face. Okay, no, that t- that's, that's a horrifying picture. <laughs> He's dropping the candy off with the milk. <laughs> it's <laughs> worse. <laughs> um, and then we got the gully gawk. He steals foam from buckets of cow milk. <laughs> Just the foam. <laughs> then we've got Stubby. He's short and steals food from frying pans. Just from frying nice. pans. Just from frying pans. I wonder what his favorite food is. I like. I love how they're all like just inconveniencing people. Yeah, just just. But here's a here's a good one. Spoon liquor. Guess what he does? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna be my new favorite insult. Spoon liquor. He licks spoons oh. now. That's disgusting. Here's another one. Pot scraper, aka pot liquor. He steals mm-hmm. unwashed pots and licks them clean. That makes me want to gag. <laughs> he cleans them for you. You don't need to clean them That's, anymore. You know, I appreciate that, but also he's not really cleaning them because you're going to be eating out of something that somebody else has licked. Okay. You don't know. No, that that's that. There's something about it. Okay. The reason I don't like doing dishes, James, is because I hate the feeling of like wet food at the uh, bottom of a dish it just oh, makes me so sick to my stomach pretty picturing somebody yeah. taking a dish like that and licking it makes me want mm-hmm. to vomit oh <laughs> well wait until you hear about bowl liquor <laughs> 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 he steals bowls of food from under your bed which apparently mm. they, they used to keep bowls of food underneath their beds back in the day why? Uh, they think it's just for like night, night snacking. Oh, that kind of grosses me out. Back in the day, they used to also keep like pans underneath the bed to go to the bathroom in in the middle of the night. Yeah, see, all one stop shop. Oh, gross. Yeah. Especially for the Yule Labs. They just swing by your bed and just do whatever they want. Mm. Um, then we got Door Slammer. He stomps and slams doors, keeping everyone awake. That one would be terrifying. Yeah, that's Ooh. the most aggravating of all of That them so one would far. be really scary. Cause can you imagine? Just lying in bed and all your... Okay, this is something that Gwen has started doing lately. is slamming doors. And she doesn't do it to be rude or anything. But it's still very frustrating when it happens. Because it's like you'll just be standing somewhere. And then all of a sudden the bathroom door will go... Phew. That would... I wouldn't like that, you old lad. Mm, what about Skier Gobbler? What's that? He eats up all mm. the Icelandic yogurt. Oh my god, I a, love Skier. Skier is a type of, a type yeah. of yogurt. I love skier, and I have a beard, and I wear a little toboggan. So this is very relatable. Wow! Okay. I think I might be skier gobbler. He sounds like a good one. <laughs> then we got sausage swiper. <laughs> he loves stolen sausages. <laughs> oh god! Go, oh, here we go. Window peeper. He <laughs> likes to creep outside windows and sometimes steal the stuff he sees inside. That's another horrifying one. Yeah, that's that's scary. Can you? The, Sometimes, okay, I have to stay up late because I have responsibilities that I have to do in the middle of the night. And I'm always terrified to walk like upstairs because I picture looking outside our window and seeing upstairs when I'm walking. Yeah, because we've got this big window that looks out into the cul de sac. There's no way for anyone even to be like in front of it. Not in front. Of, well, I just picture somebody. Well, in that's the what cul-de-sac. would make it scary. Oh, actually, in the cul de sac. Yeah. yeah, someone in the cul de sac looking through our window. And it actually started because of uh, James when you told us the story about how sometimes people will see men in black just staring outside. Uh, that oh okay, I don't like window that's paper. That, that's why you waste energy with that light you leave on all the time. Is that why? I'm scared. 
Door Sniffer. Who's Door Sniffer? He has a huge mm. nose and an insatiable appetite for stolen baked goods. Okay. The the what does Door Sniffer have to do with stealing baked goods? He sniffs he the door. If there's baked yeah. goods inside, he goes inside and gets them. I would want to steal some baked goods too if I had a big nose. All right, meat hook. Mm-hmm. Meat hook. He snatches up any meat left out, especially smoked lamb. Oh, I don't like his name, but I'm okay. Well, yeah. I mean, stealing is never okay, but his name isn't as scary as. What about candle bagger? Candle bagger. Yeah, he steals candles. <laughs> <laughs> which is now see that's the scariest. Which actually. used to be items like really sought after items in Iceland. Apparently. Yeah, well, no, that's the scary thing. Imagine you're a little kid. It's like the thirty days of night because it's flipping Iceland, and the only thing keeping you safe and sound in your little bedroom is a candle. And now you got to be afraid of a flipping gremlin boy turning up and stealing it, and now you're in pitch black. Yeah, exactly. I don't like that at all. So that's. Yeah. That's the that's the Yule Lads, everybody. That's nice. all 13 of those beautiful boys. And each one of them has a date leading up to Christmas. Right. And they bring you presents if it's you're like good. It's like the worst they give you candy. ever. They give you candy if you're good. They give you rotten tomato, rotten potatoes if you're bad. Mm. How And then on Christmas, their mom comes down and eats you. <laughs> okay. Pretty much. All right. Well, I'm... I'm James, how about you go next? Sure. Um, yeah, I'm talking about, funny enough, Grilla and the Yule Lads, they actually have a pet. And uh, as you can imagine, not the, the best pet in the world, given given the owners. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Christmas cat, a.k.a. the Yule cat, a.k.a. the Yule Kulturin, is the, uh, the Yule cat of Iceland. And... There's not a, a whole lot to tell about it, really, other than the fact that it only turns up around Christmas Eve. That's it. Nobody knows where it lives. Nobody knows where it came from. But it turns up at Christmas Eve. And when kids are uh, asleep, you know, it, it will. Uh, oh, man. It's it's so messed up. Uh, yeah. Wow. Here's what bothers me about the Yule Cat. It's not about the kids' behavior. So much as it's about like what they get for gifts. So here's the thing. When, when it's Christmas, you're supposed to get new clothes. And those new clothes are supposed to be colorful. And that's if you're good. If you're bad, you don't get presents, right? As we already know. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the problem that I have with that. Like maybe the kids just don't want new fancy colorful clothes or something. You know, anyway, here's the deal. The cat comes in, looks for the, the nice colorful gifts, the colorful clothes. And if it's not there, it thinks, uh-oh, I am displeased with these children. They don't have the nice little colorful clothes for Christmas. So uh, I'm going to eat them. And it does. The Yule Cat eats humans. That's the only thing it eats. It doesn't catch mice. It doesn't catch moles. It eats children. Oh. <laughs> you just don't have colorful clothes? Brand new colorful yeah. clothes. Yeah, brand new colorful clothes. It's like a flipping, uh, what, what was that movie? Uh, Devil Wears Prada, it's like a flipping fashion icon cat. And if you don't wear the right <laughs> stuff, they're like, no. And it eats people. Uh, yeah, insane. Now, there's actually a precursor to the old cat. Um, in, in mainland Scandinavia, there's a creature called the troll cat. And it's kind of like a witch's familiar. And it's actually worse. <laughs> the troll cat, basically what happens is say you're a witch or a wizard and you, you want a familiar... 
you take dead man's nails and some bones Ew. and you make a cat out of it. You basically like make like a makeshift cat out of human parts and you conjure it life into it and then it becomes a troll cat. And what's really freaky about it is one, it can shapeshift and two, it steals things. Including like spoons. What's with, by the way? What's with myth and spoons? spoons. You got spoon liquor. You got uh, uh, the the spoon stealing um, uh, Baba Yaga, and then troll cats do something remarkably similar. Like what a weird thing. Um, and then the other thing I, I wanted to discuss was uh, the anti Santa. So. The anti-Santa, Hans Trapp. You're not covering him, right? Nope. No, I'm covering Belsnickel. Okay. Nice. I look like Belsnickel. Anyway, <laughs> Hans Trapp is a kind of anti-Santa, which you know really just means that he punishes people who don't do nice things. So here's the... This is the like the least Christmassy story. Like It blows my mind that this is a thing. So Trapp was this fella. According to people, he was a real fella. And he was, he was kind of like Ebenezer Scrooge. He was greedy. He was rich. He wasn't a very nice guy. But unlike Ebenezer Scrooge, he also worshipped the devil. <laughs> so the Catholic Church finds out he worships the devil, and they excommunicated himself. Uh, excommunicated him, and uh, he was like, "Fine, I'm just gonna go live in the woods since I can't live amongst you Christian folk." So he did, and this is the scariest effing thing ever. I mean, holy crap! He didn't want to like gather herbs or gather vegetables or plant cabbage or hunt deer. What he would do, this devil-worshipping man, uh, is he would dress up like a scarecrow and wait for children to come by. And then he would grab them and he would eat them. Now, what does this have to do with, with Christmas? Yeah. Well, one day he grabs a boy and he's like, yum, yum, gonna eat this child. <laughs> and, uh, and God's finally had enough of this fella. And he strikes him with lightning, kills him. Now, hmm. what's crazy about this is because this is very similar to the story that we had one Halloween episode about the jack-o'-lantern, you know, Jack. Um, because he was so horrible, even the devil's like, yeah, you worship me, but like, you can't come to hell. Like, you're too freaky. <laughs> so what ends up happening is whenever, like, the Christmas season rolls around, he turns up dressed like a cannibalistic scarecrow to scare children into being good. <laughs> like, I mean, I thought coal was bad. I thought rotten potatoes was bad. But this is like a whole other level. It's literally like, hey, Johnny, you better be good, or Jeffrey Dahmer is going to oh come gosh. back from the grave. <laughs> like, what kind of... It's insane. So, yeah, that's what I got, you guys. Oh, my gosh. Awesome. Well, I, my guy is kind of good and kind of bad. He's the bell snickle. And I got mm -hmm. my information from Indobase.com and then also the bellpeople.com. But Ooh. it's interesting because I've heard of Bell Snickle and I was racking my brain because James basically sent us this list of Christmas themed monster creatures. Yeah. And I saw Bell Snickle. I was like, where have I heard of that before? And I heard of it through The Office. Oh, In Dwight. season nine, Dwight dresses up as the Bell Snickle. And does that for the the holiday episode. <laughs> That's right. But the the bell snickel is of German origin, technically the Palatin Palatinate region, southwestern Germany, 
he's kind of like a creature, but also a person. He's kind of like a combination of Krampus and Saint Nick. Oh. So he's okay. this person. He's a, a dirty man. And he's got a <laughs> dirty face and he's got a beard. Remember James said that he looks like this man. <laughs> <laughs> well, he also wears ragged furs. He likes to wear wear furry outfits. <laughs> he wears bells on his clothes, just like James. So you hear James walking wherever he goes, little bells. And he wears a mask and he paints his face. Oh. So he's he's just an interesting fellow. And he comes to the town around Christmas time, a couple weeks before Christmas. And this is also a very popular character in Pennsylvania, which explains why Dwight um, uh. might have, have been obsessed with the bell snickel because immigrants brought that story into uh, pennsylvania yeah. pennsylvania dutch had this but before christmas he would go around and he would basically ask children have you been good or bad and if you were good he would give you he had, he had pockets full of candy and nuts and so if you were good he would give you candy or nuts if you're bad he carried around a switch and he'd hit you with a switch Uh-oh. and for anybody who doesn't know what a switch is very common thing in kentucky james what is a switch uh it's basically just a limb a tree limb that's got multiple little branches off of it to increase surface area so when you get hit by it it really hits a lot of flesh yes and it hurts i remember i had a friend whose parent would say go get a switch or was it your was it your grandma i think that alex's grandma would tell her mom go get a switch from the uh, from the yard if your mom did something mm-hmm. bad and it yeah. was terrifying yep. granny said go get a you'd have to go pick your own yeah go pick out she your would own tell switch. you whether it was good enough or not yeah yep. and if, if it wasn't good she'd send you back to go get a better one so anyways the bell snickle he would do he'd carry around a little switch and so if you were good i read some places that he would like throw the candy on the ground and the kids that went after it immediately were usually the ones that were like the bad ones and be like Cat. he mm-hmm. would hit you with the switch um, and he would, you know, if you were patient and you waited until he said, okay, you can have the candy, Ooh. then you go down and get it. But he, uh, he was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And another thing that really terrifies me, like, I know that we were talking about creepers staring inside windows a minute ago. Yeah. He would also knock on window panes to get your attention to see, are you, were you good or bad? And then you look outside the window and there's this man in furs with a dirty face and scarlet beard staring at you. That is the thing of nightmares. No. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I'm not okay with it. So, Bell Snickle, absolutely By the terrifying. Way, I haven't seen it. I saw the first one, but uh, the Christmas Chronicles sequel, apparently the main villain is, is Bell Snickle. I saw that, yeah. He's he's becoming more yeah. pop culture I guess. But yeah. there's also, because his story can get a little bit more complex when it comes to like the the darker side of things there are some tales that say that he would drag naughty children in the forest and make Mm -hmm. them basically try to redeem themselves by putting them to work making them dance dance child um (laughs) and if they were good enough he would let them go but he would also there's also something that says that he would make you say a prayer oh to that's him crazy. yeah which that's crazy mm, no <laughs> so bell snickel not somebody that i would ever want to to cross or see but yeah he's become a lot more popular since that episode of um of the office came out at least 
nationwide. He's always been very popular Mm -hmm. in Pennsylvania and then obviously in in Germany and uh, other areas around the world. But that's the bell snickel, y'all. Cool. Yeah. It's a a bit bit terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) James, who is the scariest, the absolute most horrifying monster associated with the holiday season? Oh, wow. I mean... Krampus is pretty scary, but I think Grill is probably scarier just because she boils kids. That's There's funny. a lot of kid eating in Christmas stories. I think it's interesting. For me, it's like, you know, you want your kids to be good because you want, you know, Santa's coming. You got to be on your best behavior. Yeah. Have you guys seen the video? There's this video that was making the rounds this year of a little kid who's like talking about, huh? I'm not on the naughty list. And it's uh, like, yeah. You're on the naughty yeah. list, oh, lad. I love that one. He's like, yeah. you know, Santa says that to me, I'll pop him. I'll pop yeah. him in the face. That little British kid, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But part of me gets it because it's like you want your kids to act good, so you tell them these terrifying things will happen to them if they don't. Yeah. But then you also hear Alex's side, side of his story where they're like, okay, you can't be telling and traumatizing your children with these tales. Yeah. So. I think the scariest entity is sheep called Claude. He's out there sucking on, <laughs> sucking on, sucking on, on a goat. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting how many gift giver like archetypes there are in relation to Christmas. Because yeah. you got Father Christmas, aka Santa, you got Christmas Man, in little part of Poland they got Star Man, you got uh, the baby Jesus in like Central Europe, you got old man Christmas, you got Grandfather Frost in Russia, Saint Basil in Greece for some reason. Christmas goat in Scandinavia, as we talked about, Christmas gnome in other parts of Scandinavia, Christmas lads. Like, there's a lot of gift-giving creatures. St. Nicholas, which, you know, that's just the precursor, but there's still places where it's just St. Nicholas. So, it's weird. Well, I can't wait for Santa to come to town. Mm. He's going to come. He's going to put present on the tree. I'm looking forward to the holidays, but I will forever be thinking about loons... uh, spoon liquor now yeah. i'm telling you i i really relate to scare <laughs> <laughs> well you guys that's our our holiday episode i know it's a shorter one we hope that you enjoy it ahead of the holiday season james what's your biggest christmas wish this year uh an ice age oh well, you're gonna be getting it'll it be the weekend. end of everything and the beginning of so much more <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how I could possibly top that. All I want is a squishmallow. <laughs> Alex, what do you want? Uh, I'm still kind of waiting on that leprechaun to execute on his end of things from last week. Go. So I'm, I'm hoping for that. Yeah. Alex, that, Alex wants a uh, big lab. pink body pillow of a creepy. That's owner. right. I just want to <laughs> nuzzle into that little thing. All right. Listen, listen. We're done with this. Um, we hope that everybody has a happy holiday. We're going to be back next week. I can't remember what we're talking about, but it's going to be fun. That's all that I know. Nice. Alex, who does our music? Our music is by Grant Cook. You can find it on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, anywhere to listen to music. So until next week, you guys, we hope that you can keep, keep it straight. straight. Happy holidays. Yeah.